this is Terry. The holiday was over with. We gonna get right into it. Women on Wednesday's first episode of our new year with Robin Reed, the Black Diamond, the head booker in charge. She's been booking matches for Mission Pro Wrestling. She's been booking matches for Generation Championship Wrestling. Sit back, take a listen. You can watch the video version on YouTube. We LUV Wrestling. Follow us on Instagram. We LUV Wrestling. On Twitter, we LUV Wrestling 1. And like I always say, if I love wrestling and you love wrestling, then we love wrestling. Hey everyone, it is the Black Diamond Robin Reed, also known as the HBIC head booker in charge. And if I love wrestling, you love wrestling, then we love wrestling. You're not here, you missing out. Is this show? Welcome to the We Love Wrestling Spot. My name is Terry. I'm with Jinx from the Pretty Heels. And today we are with a disciplinarian. We are with a black diamond in the wrestling industry, a black diamond in the world. We're with someone who mine for wrestling has made my love for wrestling grow this 2020, even beforehand. We are with Miss Robin Reed. How are you doing today, ma'am? I am doing great. How are y'all doing? We are good. Jinx, you good? I'm good. 2020 ending well for me, so no complaints here. Oh, man, we ain't going to talk about your 2020. <laughs> <laughs> Look, it was a movie this weekend. <laughs> so, <laughs> Robin, all, my first question I always ask is, why do you love wrestling or what started your love for wrestling? I remember watching wrestling when I was like four or five years old um, in the early 90s. Uh, I always tell people the first story that I remember is the um, the Ultimate War uh, Ultimate Warrior Papa Shango Papa Shango um, thing where I guess uh, he put some voodoo on Warrior and I remember as a little kid just seeing Warrior just like throw up green stuff everywhere. <laughs> And it, I don't know, ever since that, that is my earliest memory of wrestling. And so I've been a fan of wrestling for a long time. Um, of course, you know, as a teen, I grew up in the Attitude Era. So watching DX and, you know, WCW, WWF, you know, Monday Night Wars and stuff, that really kind of fueled me to watch it. I was watching it every Monday with my family. And, like... Those are just some of the early memories that I have of watching wrestling. I just I love it. It's it's a it's a crazy thing, but at the same time, it's something that you're drawn to. And that's just like I said, I've loved it for like 30 years. 30. Yeah, okay. I'm up there in age, man. <laughs> we not putting ages out here, but I got you by a couple of years. <laughs> uh, it's not cracking, girl, so don't worry. Okay, thank you. <laughs> Black don't crack. So, who were your uh, favorites growing up watching wrestling? Um, Sting, the uh, Surfer Sting. Uh, I liked Taker, but I didn't really. He wasn't my favorite until like the Attitude Era. But growing up, I remember watching um, Harlem Heat. I was a big WCW fan. Um, because I lived in Atlanta and South Carolina because I'm originally from South Carolina. And, you know, that's where like the power plant and all that stuff was. And um, 
that's where uh, Ted Turner had, you know, the TBS and all that stuff. So WCW was the big thing back then. So I remember um, the Nasty Boys, Harlem Heat. I remember uh, Sherry Martell. I remember um, NWO. Those were some of my favorites growing up as well as um, uh, Lita and, you know, the Attitude Era part. But definitely I was a big WCW girl. Um, well, I have to ask you. You said you're from South Carolina. What part? Charleston. I'm a military baby. I'm a Navy baby. Oh, okay. oh. <laughs> oh, wow. oh, what's going on? What, what, what I'm you? an army girl. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm um, a Navy baby. I'm an army brat, you know. <laughs> uh, but my family grew up, uh, my Part of my family grew up is in Sumter, South Carolina. That's why I had to ask that. So. That's where I was born. That's the military base I was born on. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's where. Yeah. So. <laughs> Shaw Air Force Base. Yeah. Shaw Air Force Base. Shout out. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. Talk, <laughs> all right. We good. So, WCW back in the day. You said you all about that. Let's see. WCW. I knew about it back then, too. Uh. Steiner Brothers or Ella or World Warriors? Road Warriors. Big time. Road Warriors. Yep. Um, Pillman or Jushin Thunder Liger? Pillman. Okay. Okay. Um, Favorite WCW pay-per-view back then? Uh, Halloween Havoc. My first event I went to was the Great American Bash 89. Um, so that is like embedded in my head. So when uh-huh. people talk about WCW and NWA and take me back to my childhood. Um, gotcha. But let's kick this up, Jinx. It's time for you to go in because now we're going to ask some real questions. Here. So I'm going straight in for the kill punch. Oh, <laughs> how is it being a black woman in the industry, raw, uncut, and real? Thank you for asking. You know this question because I've never gotten asked this question. I don't know if people were just kind of scared to ask it, but I appreciate you asking this question. Um, no, it can be, it can be really tough. Um, I remember doing an event with Charmel because I trained at Booker T school some years ago, we were holding an event and she was kind of going through, I was one of the four main roster people that were helping to throw this event. And for each person she was going and she was giving them a bit of advice. And she got to me and she said, you, she said, we've had this conversation before. You know that we have to work twice as hard to get yeah. half the credit. She was not lying at all. You know, it's a struggle to really, excuse my language, bust your ass and still have people look over you. That's right. not a good feeling. You know what I mean? And that still happens to this day. You know what I mean? And it, it sucks. Mm-hmm. It, it really sucks. There, There's moments where it's like, I love it because I stand out. But at the same time, it's like, am I going to get my just due? Because I'm over here busting my ass just as the next girl is. But I'm a black girl to you. You know right. what I mean? So I, I do feel like I, there are times still where I do feel like I don't matter. 
and I do have my conversations with, you know, my fellow friends like uh, Trisha Dora and a couple other ladies. And we just sit down and we talk. I've had conversations with Big Swole about it. You know what I mean? It's I love it because at the same time, I'm hoping that what I can try to accomplish I'm, I'm opening the door for the next girl to come in and be like, well, you know, I, I want to hopefully make it easier for them because even still as a booker, it is a struggle for me. Right. So it's more so like, you mentioned Chanel, she helped mold you and kind of give you an in, insight and pave the way as well as other black females in the industry. And now you want to move forward and pass it on to the next person. I get yes, it. Exactly. And mm-hmm. I, I, because in any industry, we're we're overlooked, and yes. I absolutely understand. So I get it. But how was it training? Thank how you, it, oh, before you do this, I'm getting a drop off. This is gonna turn into a <laughs> on Wednesday on the first of this. So this first January, this is what Women's on Wednesday was supposed to be. So I'm gonna drop out, and then we're gonna bring Nicole in from down for the count. And Pretty Hill, Ellen, Elinad, Danielle has come on. So I'll be back later, but go ahead, go in, people. Okay, since he cut me off. <laughs> so <laughs> how is it how was it training under and well with Booker T? It was an honor. It was an honor. Um, I still, from time to time, I still, I have his phone number. Um, he and Charmels, if I have any questions, I will always, hey, what do you think about this? So I still get their opinion. Their opinion is very important to me um, because I know where they've been and I, I know what they've been to, been through, excuse me. And it was, it was great just being able to pick his mind. And then Charmel kind of pulled me off to the side and she'll give me pointers and advice and I I love it. I love the fact that I had the opportunity to train under someone like Booker T and Charmel. That's, that's what's up. So I'm gonna go ahead and pass it over to Elinette. Hey girl. Hi. <laughs> you on mute. You on mute. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I'm a little late. I had a lot of stuff going on, but I want to fangirl out for a moment, Robin. You don't understand how much we love you and how much we've talked about you and how bad we wanted to do this with you because you are, I mean, I I came in on the tail end of what you were talking about and how hard it is, you know, in in this industry, right? Let's keep it a thousand that's predominantly uh, white male ran, right? Between the ages of 23 and I have Ric Flair, I guess, sets the tone, right? Or Vince McMahon sets the tone in like, you know, right. <laughs> late seventies, like, it's so hard to do what we do. And then you have to be absolutely exceptional in doing it. Right. And you're so well-rounded. And I mean, I super, like, I, I always talk about the unsung heroes who are the bookers, who are the promoters, you know, who are the people who put the shows together, who are not actually in the ring, who are just as important. And I mean, when you look like the people who do that, it is an absolute honor so i have to fangirl out right quick and give you your flowers and say thank you for everything that you've done the write-up that uh black wrestling alliance did on you earlier in the year we lost our shit we have this whole group chat and everybody's like like you don't understand nicola tell you like we we are 
super ecstatic to just be able to have this conversation with you because it's people like you who make attending these shows so great. And, you know, I don't think you get your just due. I don't think people really understand the importance. You know, I'm not taking anything away from the wrestlers or the talent and the athletes. There, That part is absolutely important as well but to put on a show and for it to be as amazing and you've literally had to run from one region to the next over a weekend you know what I'm saying like people don't hear that stuff we see you girl so thank you forever and a day for having this oh, conversation with us and for letting us highlight you and the work that you do that I don't think enough people understand and do much of so let me just cool down a minute and hand it over to Nicole because <laughs> I'm like wow, I'm gonna go. thank you I'm very humbled by that. Thank you. Robin, let me ask you this. The Rocker Stone Cold. Oh! <laughs> oh, man. Crap. Uh, oh. Can I plead the fifth on that one? No, I man. No, man. We need, I need the, the Rock or There's Stone no Cold. right or wrong answer. It's just you ain't supposed to tell her before the answer Look, goes. There's no right or wrong answer, girl. Just answer. <laughs> no right or wrong I answer, like but I will feel no. away if you give an answer. But go ahead. Oh, God. Oh, man. The rock slightly over Stone Cold. Okay. Just wanted to see where your mouth's at. No, <laughs> like I was saying earlier to sort of piggyback a little bit what Onad was saying earlier as someone who also wants to be on the backstage part of the business and, you know, with booking and all of that things. And I just want to know what advice do you have for the people that you're breaking these barriers and these doors down that are potentially coming after you? Or what advice do you have for, you know, the next generation who are doing what you're doing? Right, right. Um gotta have thick skin gotta have thick skin in the you know in a business where you know people are gonna look over you possibly look over you or not really give you that chance um mm. stick with it if it's something that you really want to do but just to be a part of the wrestling business period you gotta have thick skin whether yeah. if you're a wrestler a manager producer booker writer you gotta have thick skin um, so that would be the first thing because you're going to have your good days and you're going to have your bad days, but if you can build up that thick skin, you'll make it through those bad days, you know, no problem. Um, keep pushing forward. You know what I mean? Um, it's not easy, but when you finally reach that moment, it's going to feel so freaking good. When you, you know, when you get that moment, like what Elanad was just saying, like, I, that, I felt some kind of way because I was just like, okay, this is what I was, you know what I mean? I just wanted just a little bit of appreciation, but I just, you got to have thick skin. Keep pushing. Keep pushing is probably the number one thing that I always tell people because you're going to have your good days. You're going to have your bad days. But when you finally make it, it's, it's, the journey is going to be that much sweeter. No doubt, no doubt. So obviously with every, obviously this has been like a crazy year for, I don't want to just say like everyone, but like the business in general, especially with 
everything getting shafted from stuff from Mania Week to, like, the summer to, like, now. So, mm-hmm. with things possibly clearing up a lot more with potentially with the vaccine that we have out right now and all that going on. So, what do you, are you looking forward to, to attempting to do in 2021? Say we're able to go back to some sort of normalcy. Right, right. I definitely look forward to having um, shows in front of like a lot of fans, um, something that we haven't necessarily been able to do. Um, I'm looking forward to interacting more with people um, because I know at the shows that I work for that we can't necessarily high five and do a lot of, you know, hugging and things like yeah. that. So I love interacting with people. I'm a talker. I'm a communicator. And to not really be able to do that, it, you know, I, I don't like that because I want people to know that I'm appreciative of them coming, you know, and supporting, especially women's wrestling. Right. So I, I'm looking forward to that fan or crowd interaction again. Okay. All right. So I'm going to kick it over to, I don't know, Jinx, you already answered some questions since I came in late or I don't know if I was the last one. It seems like it. <laughs> I'm gonna go there. You a booker. I done seen these matches you booked. What are you looking for when you book these matches? Because a lot of these people you put up against each other, it makes sense. But then it's some names that people don't know. And after you book them, seems like everybody knows their name. Big time, big time. Star power. <laughs> um you you have to have that instinct i have um and it's i don't know it's kind of a weird thing to brag about i have that instinct of just knowing like this person deserves to be seen somewhere nobody has really seen them so i'm gonna put you out there you know what i mean like with the um like i don't know if you guys are familiar with lacey ryan Mm-hmm. Um, she was the one that was fighting. Uh, she fought La Rosa Negra for the Mission Pro Championship, mm-hmm. and I remember someone someone was saying, "Look at have a, have a look at this girl named Lacey Ryan," and I looked at thirty seconds of her footage, and I was like, "I want her. Like I I she I need her." And then I dug a little deeper. And I was like, how are these people not signing her yet? I was like, this girl is like pure freaking talent. And the same thing with uh, Sky Blue, the same thing with Genocide, uh, the same thing with Rachel Rose. It's certain girls that I looked at and that I know because like I'm cool with them. I've been cool with them for years. And I just felt like they haven't been given that opportunity to be shown and or to be seen. And I was like, I want to bring this person on. I want to bring them in because I know if I put them with the right person, they're going to have a hell of a match and they're going to get seen. They're going to get views. And it's just, I don't know. It's an instinct. I always say it's an instinct that I have. I will look at a person and probably within 30 seconds to a minute of watching them, I'm like, yeah, I see something. They have the it factor. They have, it's something about them where I'm just like, okay. 
So that's why I was like, if I if I don't make it as a booker, I'm like, can I be a talent scout, please? Because it's like, I don't know. <laughs> but I that's what I look for when I put together matches. I look for, I like to book women against each other that are different, that look different. Um, not necessarily the girls that look the same. Like, for example, I always kind of re- refer back to the... Um, Rachel Rose from the very first show, the uh, Rachel Rose versus Elena Black match, mm-hmm. two totally different looking women. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? There's no way you could get them mixed up. Right. You know what I mean? It's like I look at that perspective as well. It's like, OK, if the fans are looking at this match, are they are they going to be able to see and know the difference right off the bat? Or is it like, no, this girl is the other girl. You see what I'm saying? And it was the same thing with Genocide and Roxy. Um you know, you got the big, tall monster. You got the small girl that does the Lucha Libre stuff. It's like, who's going to take it? You know what I mean? I, I have so much fun putting together matches because I love storytelling. I love the storytelling perspective because it, it's so lost nowadays in wrestling. Storytelling. I don't want to go there, but. Oh, Lord. <laughs> it's a lost art. Please, please. Start telling stories. Sell the sell the moves in the matches. Yes, the facial expressions. I, I, I yes. look at that when I look at the matches. Even before the match, give us a slight kind of build up. So even if it's a one off, come follow through. There, I'm, I've noticed lately. There's like in certain promotions, you'll get a storyline for two or three weeks, then they'll have a match, and that's it. Give yeah. us a follow through. Let us. <laughs> <laughs> Character building. Right. There's no there's no substance behind it. It's like here let let me know what went in. Give me something that's going into it. Let me get invested into these characters like we used to back in the day. We don't get we don't get much of that anymore. Right, right. And like even now, if I look back to what's on TV, like you see the WWE, look at the hurt business. There's been a build with that. Something we haven't seen in a while. Mm-hmm. So you, I appreciate that, but then you look at other promotions. You're like, okay, what you doing? Or you look <laughs> at other promotions. You're like, where's the women's at? Right. Like, where, 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 where at? Like, I know you just, I know you just had AEW. I mean, AEW, for example, you just had Red Velvet on the show last week. Why is she on Dark this week? She just won. She just went over. What's going on? Let yeah, Let me do something. Yeah. So it's just. Even in even in like the other promotions, you just I just want to see a build. I want to see give give me something full out. Right, right. And like you say, there's storytelling's gone, and I love a good story. Like you, I'm like, let me know something. So for me, it's yeah, it's those little things. It's like uh, the end of the um, the show in November, November sixth for uh, Mission Pro. Mm -hmm. At the end, where you saw was going to be Lacey and um, La Rosa fighting for the championship. Right. That whole setup, I was like, okay, I want you know this to happen. I want you to whatever's getting worked. I want you to go in, you know, act like you know, yeah, y'all on the same team. You know, you're both in the finals. Then I said, I just want you to go in and just chop her down right there. Right. That got a lot of talk. Then I told the girls, I said, I want y'all to run out and break it up. You know what I mean? And that was like some real stuff. Like girls were actually tripping and stuff, trying to, you know, break them up and stuff like that. It's like, I like those little, like. The little details. The the little things. Yeah. Yeah. That people don't see or they forget about. Just give it to us. I appreciate it. Trust and believe. We appreciate it. 
So, so right. I gotta tell y'all this real quick. One of my favorite because I was, I'm not gonna lie, I was so proud of this moment. Um, the very first show, the very first Mission Pro show, it was uh, Big Swole versus La Rosa Negra, mm-hmm. and there was an ending. I I wanted that specific ending, but I was like, okay, can they pull it off? Can the timing be right? Can, you know what I mean? And as soon as Big Swole turned around and hit the dirty dancing out of nowhere, and she it made that sound, I lost my shit. I'm not even gonna lie. Like it's those little things that that takes me back to to being a fan in the crowd. You know right. what I mean? That's why I love storytelling. When I had Trisha Dora versus Queen Aminata in uh Indianapolis, what was it? It got moved. I think it's the end of August, beginning of September. Yeah, I was there. That I I look because I'm like two queens, you know what I mean? That I said I look at this match and I see nothing but queens, and so mm-hmm. it's, I just I just have so much fun putting the stories together. I just I love it. I hey, love you it. Know, let me say this though: when she just described that moment <laughs> when Swole hit <laughs> La Rosa neighbor with the dirty dancing, I pop for that bit because it came out of nowhere, and that and like everybody was like, oh. Because she tried to hit it one time. La Rosa actually picked her up and power slammed her. And then when she went back that second time, it was it was over for that. Yeah. I need a rematch of that, Robin. You need to book that again. I'm trying, man. I'm trying. I'm going to try. Okay. Let's talk about matches, though. You, you, you don't wrestle no more. What's going on? Um, the... Uh... I don't know what you would call that. The only, um, really the only promotion that I'm working for right now is WOW. And we're on hiatus because y'all know everything in Cali is pretty much kind of shut down. Shut down. So uh, David McLean, he still contacts everyone. Hey, you know, everyone doing okay. And he kind of gives us updates on where things are. But we normally film out in Los Angeles. Everything is just not happening. Come on down to Florida where wrestling is an essential business. Yeah, that's why I, I told you. Yeah. I was like, hey, I, I got a couple spots for you. Come on. Listen, come wrestling essential. Look, we just send wrestling essential down here, girl. Come on. I'm <laughs> not with it. I'm not with it. Um, Florida does have a lot of good wrestling going on. Let's talk about some good wrestling that you just put together. So. You did earlier say you put two people in a match that have distinctive looks and don't look alike, but you got a match that you book where two people kind of do look alike. Uh-oh. Um, they're kind of the same same stature. They're both young. They're both up-and-coming stars. A lot of people were talking about them. Roxy and Sky Blue mm-hmm. at Generation Championship Wrestling 15. How did this come about? Because I thought about the match, and then you booked it, and I said, "Look at this! Oh, we <laughs> censored on here. Look at this shit right here." Because, whoo, that match. Let me tell you, I, I'm ready yeah. to see it. I um. So to be completely honest with you, oh, a man. fan, and he's gonna kill me because I cannot remember. It's like Justin or James. Oh my God, I feel so. I'm so sorry. Let me um, see if I can find it while you're talking. Because <laughs> it was on Twitter. Mm-hmm. He actually, he made like, um, he was like, I would love to see these two girls, you know, wrestle each other and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, he is right. 
I was like, let me, because I'm a person, I always give credit when credit is due, no matter who it is. And I was like, hmm. And I kind of made a comment under that picture. And I know both of these women. So I'm like, okay, I know Sky's already coming back. Let me see if I can get Roxy in the mix to come over here to uh, Florida. Within 24 hours, she got back to me because I know she had the show at uh, Reality of Wrestling. And um, I was like, uh, so let me give her a little bit of time to respond. And she responded to me, I think, either that night or in the, the next morning. And she was like, yeah, I'd be down to come down. So I was like, we did it. So that's how it actually, the idea, that idea came from a fan. And I'm not going to take nothing away from that fan. Cause that was a hell of an idea. And I, cause I, because I'm familiar with both of those women, I know they'll have a banging ass match. So I was like, let's make it happen at GCW before anybody else gets them. Let's, let's make it happen here. I think I'm not sure if this is wrong. I don't know, but I think his name is John Metcalf. Um, he's a person I see who says something about it on Twitter, but I remember I saw the tweet uh-huh. And I was like, damn, that would be a fire match. And then, like, two days later, it was like, boom. He was like, I will do the Texas for the match. And he was like, and then someone said, what about you coming to Florida for it? And then announced the match. And I was like, wow. Yeah. Because okay. you got to move, man. You got to move. <laughs> <laughs> you got to move. People be trying to smash people up. And I'm like, uh-uh, I want this. I want this. <laughs> Give it to me now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Because... Like I said, I'm very familiar with both of these ladies and to see what they would bring in the ring, I was like, we got to make that happen here. Like, we got to make that happen at GCW. So, luckily, they both agreed and it's happening. Happening in a few weeks. January January 16th. 16th Mm -hmm. In Stanford, Florida. I'll be there. Jinx, you'll be there? I'm going. Oh yeah! Oh, down the street. That's three and a half hours. There's some other oh, people yes. on the card. We got to stay woke, so you know we have representation in the building. Um, oh, I, I can't stop without even talking about this match: Queen Abinata and Ray Lynn. You put two friends yes. against each other. What's going on? Oh, hey, somebody got to come out on top, man. I don't yeah. know. They're gonna have to push that to the side. <laughs> I think you know what I mean. This business. Yeah, business is business. Like, I mean, not that she just won that. She ain't trying to lose that. So who can she hits hard. Harry knows. Oh my gosh, she hits Harry knows. (laughs) (laughs) Really, didn't you? (laughs) Harry knows. At the at the shimmer event. Uh-oh. And you know, we was just talking and everything. And so apparently she said I had elbowed her, which I didn't know. I just thought she hit me in my back three times just because. <laughs> and um, you know, I was like, at first I was like, ah, oh, yeah, she just hit me, whatever. But then I took like three or four steps and I was like, oh, she really like hit me, hit me. <laughs> Cause I was hurt. And like people was like, yeah, bro, we heard when she hit your back. And I was like, okay. And then everybody was like, she trained in Japan. She trained in Japan. But if you get hit by her, 
You don't you don't feel it the next morning. <laughs> that I, delayed I, reaction. I, I oh my god. I definitely <laughs> felt it because my goodness. Mm. Oh, well, no, we're not gonna ask that. Mm-mm. What? Huh? What? I was just gonna ask about this tweet I saw you put up. That part. Um, <laughs> which one? I, which one? Go ahead. I days, so look, just, just, just elaborate. Who I want you? You said what? you a woman and you got big dick energy. Oh, I was that like, part. <laughs> You've been on no, it because I, I'm very laid back. I have a very laid back personality, and I'm the kind of person where I really, I don't have beef with anybody. I'm, I'm too grown for that. You know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. I'm too grown, I'm too old to have beef with anybody because I'm, you know, I got business to take care of. And some people cannot handle a strong, open, like a strong-minded female. You know, if something is wrong, I will point it out. You know what I mean? I won't just be like, oh, uh-uh, da-da-da-da-da, which is what, being real, as a black woman, some people expect me to act that way. Yeah. No. I can, you know, I can go off on you in a classy way if I have to. That ain't a problem. Um, an intelligent read. <laughs> but some people just, they can't really handle the, the fact that I'm very strong-minded. I have certain opinions about things because just because of, in this situation, as a booker, um, I have, I'm big on storytelling. So if if something doesn't make sense, I'm kind of like, does, but does that really make sense? And then I, I dissect it. You know what I mean? It's like I, I give reasons behind things and I'm, I'm vocal about things. And some people can't handle the fact that I am vocal about things because I want the best. You know what I mean? When I'm working with these divisions and these shows, I want the best. I don't want the show that I'm working for. The, the especially when I'm dealing with the women, I don't want them to look like other rosters. I don't know. Does that make sense? Like, yes, I, I want the best. You know what I mean? Just and It goes back to the fact of because I have to work twice as hard. So, you know what I mean? And so I'm vocal. I want my stuff to look good because it's a representation of me. If I was putting together a horrible show and the show was terrible, I would you know what I mean? People be like, oh, she can she can't do her stuff or whatever. So that's why I'm very I'm critical of certain matches and certain shows that I work for. People can't handle it. So I say, you know, that's little little D energy. I got big D energy. They got little D energy. I, I would say that, you know, the the effort that you make, we definitely see it. Like those who can because we're uh, everyone pretty much on this like spotlight is super over analytical and is like I would say when we say we're fans, I definitely think we're belittling like what we are. And I say that as really having you under our personal microscopes over the last seven months, you damn near give main event matches the entire card. You know what I'm saying? Like, we can just look at the card and be like, well, what, what's the main event, though? You know what I'm saying? Because it's like every match, damn near matchup, can be a main event. Like, I, 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 I it's crazy because I told you, I, I, I don't think you could ever do wrong in my eyes. <laughs> like, I, when we you. see, I'm, I'm when we see certain prom- promotions come out, we know that it's a Robin show. Like, 
Thank y'all. Like I like I said, I appreciate that more than y'all will ever really know. I I appreciate that from the bottom of my heart. Oh, she's being modest. <laughs> I, no, because it's real. I I because it's hard. You know what I mean? It's it's very hard to know that you are going to always have to work twice as hard. You know what I mean? And when people I I I always keep myself humble because no telling when this can be taken away from me. Right. And when I hear people say that, you know, that they appreciate the work that I'm putting out there, because not only do I do this, I'm a full-time middle school teacher and y'all know middle schoolers Ooh. can be rough. <laughs> so I'm having to deal with that every day on top of, you know, dealing with the booking and stuff, but I love it. I love everything that I do. You know what I mean? And the fact that people appreciate that, that, that brings me joy. That does. It really does. Oh, man. Uh, ladies, I got anything? Else? I'm trying to bring up some here to show her um, just so she can know. But Danielle and uh, Nicole, they can tell you how much uh, I put you over before, you know, we even got this conversation. Because back in May, I think I was planning to come get this conversation. But we just sat back for a long time just to see what was going to happen. Um, but, ladies, anything else? I'm good over here. But I, I see I, you in January. I see you. She ain't even going to the show. Huh? Robin ain't going to even be at the show. <laughs> what you mean? <laughs> She's like, I want to see the top no, you gonna see my ass walk like running around like a running chicken. around. I see you running around. <laughs> oh, so, oh, I do have to ask this. Um, you a black woman, you know, you doing everything in this industry. Jinx, I'm just gonna put it on the spot. There's a show called All Black Everything. Say it loud. I'm black and I'm proud. <laughs> um, February 12th through the 13th. Jacksonville, Florida. Hosted by Showtime, JB Cool, and Holiday. Who else? That's who. Oh, you can't say no more. But Robin. I said hosted. I'm leaving it there. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm leaving. I'm leaving her there. Anything involving Holiday is going to be lit. I find. I finally got to meet her in person. Um, I think a week and a half, two weeks ago. I've you know know a lot about her, watch her matches, but I got to meet her in person. Like she's a whole lot of fun. Like Just love Holiday. Just wait around for the announcements. That's all I can say. I'm leaving all that shine over there. Right. Can we get to the building, Rob? Are you going to show up? Will you show up? Will I show up to that? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, that's, that's news to me. Oh, you didn't know about the event? No. Oh, we just it, it just got announced last maybe Thursday. I think it was Thursday, Wednesday or Thursday. Showtime. Yeah, I I definitely didn't know that. <laughs> it just, it's it's from what I'm under it was an it, it's from what I'm understanding, it's been in the works. Actually, he mentioned it, Showtime JB Cool mentioned it on his spotlight that he put out there. He's been in the works and he just announced it. On Twitter last week, um, and it's from talking with them this weekend. It's supposed to be some 
some really good matches coming out of that show. Uh-huh. So I'm, I'm you're saying too much, Dix. You're saying too much. I'm excited to see what's going on. It's supposed to be some Wait, good but Robin, where does Robin live? Where, where do you where do you hang out the most? I want to say, not where you live. Uh, Orlando. Oh, oh so it's feasible. Where is it in Miami? It's Jacksonville. Oh, okay, yeah. It's in Jacksonville. It's what do you say? The Double Tree Riverfront in Jacksonville. That's what he announced, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. Okay, okay man, making moves. Friday night, a social distance party meet and greet. Saturday, the event. Sunday. <laughs> Monday, President's Day. Perfect weekend for wrestling for two days. Right. <laughs> Nicole, you're going to have to work on that, Nicole. When did you uh, say it was? I'm February trying. 12th and the 13th. It's a okay. Friday, Saturday event. Gotcha. Man out there we'll we'll see but with my job and obviously with the corona this is a little bit but i'm gonna try to work some things out so i can go to the show but um just to circle back to robin again thank you so much for speaking with us even though i apologize for missing a chunk of it but <laughs> i am excited to look go back and watch it but um to go again we appreciate everything that you're doing out here um even if even if no one else tells you um keep pushing your inspiration to so many people including myself who i'm Absolutely. like i don't know break in and do half the shit that i want to do <laughs> within this industry but i see you out here crushing it so again i can't wait to see what you do how far you go and i'm just excited for you man and honestly like like i said i appreciate honestly those questions like the questions you know you know what is it like being a black female in this industry and stuff i appreciate that because i feel like i never get asked that question and if you ask me that question i'm gonna be real with you so like i said it can be if you are i feel like if you're not a black person it could be intimidating to to ask someone that is black that question mm -hmm. so i'm just glad that i get an opportunity to answer that question because i've never really been asked that question we could have no we ain't gonna do it let me share this you're gonna have to stop teasing much for speaking with us even though i apologize for missing a chunk of it but <laughs> i am excited to look go back and watch it but um to go again we appreciate everything that you're doing out here um even if even if no one else tells you um keep pushing your inspiration to so many people including myself who i'm Absolutely. like i don't know break in and do half the shit that i want to do <laughs> within this industry but i see you out here crushing it so again i can't wait to see what you do how far you go and i'm just excited for you man thank you sweetheart thank you so yeah. much man i'm just happy to do this because you i mean i used to watch you wrestle on reality wrestling uh mm -hmm. 
before you know more and more people start looking at it so i'm just excited we got to have this conversation to talk to the black diamond they be right. before we even leave robin this is your time to shine right now what we do is we do what we call a put yourself over moment this is where you let us know all your social media where people can contact you anything that you're selling that people can buy to support you we just want you to put yourself over uh -oh. is she frozen i think so dang she froze that's texas for you <laughs> while she's frozen let me just let you guys know Robin Reed has booked several matches this throughout this whole year that you have watched that you don't even know she has booked. Go on to the titlematchnetwork.com. Look up the Diamond Cup. Look up Mission Pro Running Back. Look up Mission Pro Health Have No Fury. Look up Mission Pro Tournament from Hell. All those matches, she had her hand in it. You know, the red velvets on her. So she was coming straight out your mama kitchen. So, guys, we would like to thank Robin Reed, the Black Diamond, for joining us here on this spotlight. You the Black Diamond. The Black Diamond. <laughs> the diamond that shines. You will hear more from her in 2021. I guarantee it. If you didn't know her before, you will know her because these cars that she is booking, whoo, fire. Danielle, Jinx, Pretty Hills. I thank you two for joining us. Nicole from Down for the Count, I thank you for joining us. And I'm Terry. And like I always say, if I love wrestling and you love wrestling, then we love wrestling. It's too sweet for the coach. Hi to you. Hey guys, how you doing? You should be here. You so, should. Shame on you, but have a nice day.